Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All hit radio. Welcome to the X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome to the Exxon, everyone. I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Exxon Broadcast Network, Talkstar Radio Network, across Europe on Radio X. And very shortly, May the 1st, back on Simul TV and around the world on the Merchant Marine Radio Network. If you'd like to uh, send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com and all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. And you can check out the great programming that we have for you, 724-365 at www.xzbn.net. My guest this hour is the one and only Roberta Grimes, a great lady who touches many, many hearts through her great books and through her presentations. Uh, Roberta is a business attorney with a degree in early Christian history. Following two experiences of light in childhood, she spent decades studying nearly 200 years of abundant and consistent afterlife evidence, and at length, she has developed a detailed picture of what happens at and after death. Roberta's The Fun of Dying was first published in 2010, and The Fun of Staying in Touch came out in 2014, when she realized that 2,000 years ago, Jesus told us things about God, reality, death, the afterlife, and the meaning and purpose of human life that are amazingly valid by modern afterlife evidence. In 2015, Roberta published Liberating Jesus. Now she continues her fun series and builds upon the truths of liberating Jesus in her beautifully simple, The Fun of Growing Forever. Joining me now is Roberta Grimes. And Roberta, welcome back to the X-Zone. As you know, I am the president of the Roberta Grimes fan club. <laughs> I love you, Rob. You're I love so you great. too. I'm so glad to be with you again. Congratulations. You are uh, you're bringing so much light and love to the world, Roberta. Thank you. I've had the pleasure of knowing you for a number of years now, but we've had many new listeners since you and I last talked. So why don't you tell them a little bit about you and your quest, crusade, and what message you're bringing to the world? Well, when I was eight years old, I had an experience of light that made me very curious about what it is that's going on behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. I knew there, then that there was a curtain. So I spent decades researching um, a couple hundred years of abundant and consistent afterlife information. I thought I was an afterlife researcher. 
Uh, I finally was able to put it all together when we, in the early part of this century, started getting good quantum physics for dummies books, because I never even took high school physics. And the physics of the afterlife were really weird until I understood how quantum physics works in a lay, you know, no, please, no math. In a lay way, I came to understand that really quantum physics is a plug between mm -hmm. this reality and the most of reality where the dead are and many other things happen. So I got excited about that. But what, what really got me excited was when eventually I had to give up looking for evidence that Christianity has is real at all. I, I was such a Christian. I, I, I was sure it all had to be right. But it was all wrong. And when I understood that, I sort of had a crisis of faith, which only ended when I resolutely picked up my Bible and decided wow. to test whether Jesus had known all of this. If he hadn't, you know, I wasn't sure what I would do. But but he did. He told us things 2,000 years ago in the Gospels. It's all there in black and white. He told us things are read if you have a red red letter edition. He told us things 2000 years ago about God, reality, death, the afterlife and the meaning and purpose of our lives that we could not have confirmed until we started getting really good communications from those we used to think were dead. And that was, you know, 100 years ago plus. And that to me was a genuine miracle. I, I don't think there's ever been a greater discovery in all of human history. Jesus is real. Christianity isn't real, but Jesus is. And so that's when I became very interested in understanding his teachings, because if he's real, then what he said must have had significance. And what I discovered when I began trying to live by his teachings, probably this was early 2011, I discovered that his teachings actually are a powerful system for rapid spiritual growth. I mean, a lot of people, you know, gurus mm -hmm. and chanting and yoga and all of the things that Eastern religions give us can help us to raise our vibration. But the teachings of Jesus are the easiest and cleanest way, and you don't have to learn any of that stuff. You don't all have right. to meditate. All right, Roberta, you and I have to take a brief break here. Explanation, Roberta Grimes is my special guest. She is the author of many books, and we're talking about the fun of growing forever. We can't transform the world until we transform ourselves. And her website is www.robertagrimes.com. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell, and Roberta and I return on the other side as we continue right here from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. The best of the Passover to one and all, and Happy Easter. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. 
I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good to Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. Have you wondered who built Stonehenge and for what reason? Why are crop circles found in the same region as Stonehenge and elsewhere? Are crop circles a hoax or are they created with technologies that we have little knowledge of? Who built the pyramids in Egypt and also in other countries? How and why were they built? Was the Titanic switched with the Britannic as part of a gigantic insurance fraud or for more insidious reasons? What caused the Tunguska event when trees were flattened over an 800 square mile area in Siberia? Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on Too Good To Be True, visit www.xzbn.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Roberta Grimes is our guest this hour. We're talking to Roberta about her book, the fun of growing forever. We can't transform the world until we transform ourselves. And Roberta's website is www.robertagrimes.com. You know, you see, I hear you when it comes to Jesus, and I think that a lot of what we read in, in the, any philosophical book is a language that was meant for the people at the time to understand, who weren't advanced in physics, quantum physics, in science and astronomy. And I often wonder how different the Bible would have been written if written today. Well, I think it would be altogether different. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things we discover, and this is is a heck of a show for us to be doing on Easter weekend. Isn't it, eh? Timing is everything. (laughs) Yes, timing is everything. In reality, uh, Jesus tells us things in the Gospels that Christians altogether ignore. He says, for one thing, that we should not incorporate with his teachings any other teachings. He said, don't put new wine into old wineskins, because if you do, you'll find the wine, you know, the skins burst, the wine pours out. But that's exactly, of course, what was done with his teachings. They were incorporated into the old religion. What we have in Christianity to this day is essentially a first century Jewish sect. And that's okay if that's what you want. But if you want what Jesus actually came to give us, it, it doesn't, you don't get it from any Christian denomination of which I'm aware. And there are more than 40,000 at this point. So let me, let me ask you, um, why do you say no religion puts spirituality growth first? Well, it, one thing that Jesus knew but nobody else did um, 2,000 or 1,500 years ago is that all of reality is basically consciousness. That's the only thing that actually exists. Max Planck discovered this incidentally, that consciousness is primary and has to pre-exist matter because it's where matter comes from. Consciousness exists in a range of vibrations from the lowest, which we experience as abject fear, to the highest, which is perfect love. Now, those are opposites. Where one exists, you can't have the other. And Christianity is based in fear. 
good God-fearing Christian is yeah. what people will say about people. Um, we, people are taught to fear God, to fear the devil, to fear hell, to but fear it, making a mistake. But is that the, the religious organizations who are using this as a control method for the people? Because, you know, I, I believe here we are in the year 2017, and it's time to say, listen, we're not sheep anymore. We don't need a shepherd. We should take responsibility for our own actions and stop blaming everyone else. You know, God, why did you do this to me? The devil made me do it. Take responsibility and say, you know what? I screwed up. And you asked me as we began this Mm -hmm. conversation why I do this. And you just said precisely why I do it. Because the truth is there. It's available to everyone. Jesus tells us. Let me just read something he said. He said, if you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free, John 8, 31, 32. Well, we know the truth now, and the truth does set us free. So you're absolutely right. We don't need mind control any longer, and certainly we don't need to have our minds controlled by fear. And that's what all religions are. So they cannot help us grow spiritually. In fact, they lower our spiritual vibration. They're totally counterproductive. I had a, uh, a member of the clergy on the other day, and I said, to, you know, they were telling me what they wanted to do, what the, what the objective of the church was, and so on. I said, well, listen, if you want to follow the teachings of Christ, why don't you just sell all your properties, sell all your paintings, sell all your artwork, sell all the buildings, and give the money to the poor, the hungry, and the sick? Right. He said, well, you've got, you have to understand, Rob, that it's a business as well. Right. I said, yes. so why don't you change it to Jesus Incorporated? Oh, gee. <laughs> but, but, but that's true, you yeah. see. Uh, um, it, fear is necessary in religions yep. because otherwise people would go their own way, which is what Jesus told, tells us to yep. do. He says, go into your room, close the door, and mm-hmm. talk to God in secret. Yep. And God, which is spirit, in here's in secret, will reward you. Yeah. Jesus doesn't want us doing these big churches and and all of this, uh, all the other pageantry. That's yeah. not. He he actually said, "I hate, I despise your feasts. I hate, I despise your pageantry." He was actually quoting the prophets. To, God has been cranky with us about the way we treat him for a very long time. Oh, big time, say. yeah, big time. Yes. And in fact, I remember one part of the Bible when Jesus walked into. Uh, I believe it was a synagogue, and there were money changers and vendors, and and he just lost it. He went ballistic. It's the only time he really went crazy. Oh, yeah. Yes, this is supposed to be a house of God. You have made it a den of robbers. Oh, yes, not happy. You know know what I can't understand? Uh, I, I have a problem with this, you know, especially with the Ten Commandments. If you abide by the Ten Commandments, you will lead a good life. There's no two ways about it. You know, common sense and ten easy points. But when you look at what's happening within the the established religions, I was going to say the Catholic Church, but I thought against it. Um, You know, where it says, thou shalt have no other gods before me. Well, wait a second. There's uh, idolatry all over the place. Not adultery. You know, and, and it seems that the church... And religious philosophy takes what they want, implements it, and then says, well, it's okay because we're doing it in the name of God. No, no, no. I'm like, come on. You've got so many people who have given so much, and this is what we're doing with their hard work, their labor of love, their, the work that they've done to save us is desecrating their, their, very, their very names. No, I don't agree with that. And this is why I love having you in the show, because you bring people back to reality. I can make it even simpler than the Ten Commandments. Okay. Jesus in the Gospels tell us tells mm-hmm. us there are only two commandments. He was asked what was the greatest commandment, and he said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mm-hmm. and mind, and the second is like it. You shall love the, your neighbor as yourself. And then he said a line that no church ever quotes. He said, In that consists all the law and the prophets. Now, the law and the prophets is what, in his day, they called what we call the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. So he was saying, take that Old Testament, throw it away. You've got two rules now, and those are the only true rules you have. And he came to give us those two rules. The the law of love is the only law there is. Now, I hope you don't take what I'm going to say next wrong. But you know what? (laughs) No, 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 no. Sounds a lot like Donald Trump. And, and I'm not being and I'm not being mean. I'm not being sarcastic, 
But look what Donald Trump is doing. He's taking everything that has been so complicated, draining the swamp, okay, and making, right. and making yeah. it a lot easier for the people. And what he has done, in my opinion, is showing the people of the United States that anyone can be president of the United States. And I think that's wonderful, because with Donald, it's not I the president, it's we the people. I think that uh, he he's a really, as you say, a necessarily yep. uh, necessary cleansing of what has become uh, really a, a fetid swamp yep. in Washington. Uh, people in flyover country, which is most of the country, really hate and are, are disgusted with Washington, and that's too bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've frankly been lied to too many times. No, I have a lot of hope yeah. that he's going to be a transformative president. Uh, I'm Since I know someone very well who knows him very well, and I sort of know more about him than mm-hmm. most people do, I can tell you flat out that everything that the media is saying about him and the Democrats are saying about him is just simply not true. Oh, I know, I know. And this, the media these days, I'm ashamed to be a member of the media. I am ashamed. It took you this long, Rob, to become ashamed. Oh my! Well, I, no, I, it took me this long to admit it. Okay. <laughs> you know, I, I I've tried my best to do things the right way while ignoring the bad guys with all the fake news and you know CNN, Clinton News Network, or Communist News yes. Network, and yes, you know, for goodness sakes, like there's three sides to every story. And if you're a credible member of the media, you listen, You remember that there is his side, there is there is her side, and there is the truth. Yeah. And I believe it is the job and the responsibility of the media to report the truth without any bias. No, you're right. Unfortunately, in the United States, we play politics as a participation sport, which is what it certainly should not be. The Founding Fathers, incidentally, Mm -hmm. warned us against ever having political parties. They told us what would happen, and boy, were they right about so many things, including that. Listen, it's just not the United States. Canada is so screwed up these days. Like, our (laughs) Prime Minister, you know, his his claim to fame is his degree in poetry. Oh, okay, well... You know, and, and... and I shake my head, and his father uh, was the late, great Pierre Elliott Trudeau, who was married to Margaret Trudeau, who had an affair with Mick Jagger. I remember you know, that so, story. You know, right. uh, so please, I, I, would, I would love to have President Trump take over Canada as the 52nd state. Well, you know, Canada would have been, uh, it actually would have been uh, the 14th state, um, if Donald Trump, had, uh, Donald Trump, if uh, Thomas Jefferson had had his way, because Thomas, when we were right at yeah. the during the just uh, early in the Revolutionary War, we were right at the yeah. border of Canada, and he said, "Just go in there and take it," but they didn't do that, and so we would be, you know, neighbors if only really close neighbors well, if only uh, we had taken that step. I don't know wh- which would have been better off, Canada well, being part of the United States or the United States having the blessing of Canada. But it would make things simpler. But you know what really ticked Canadians off about that point in history? We had the we had the welcoming party ready, and and you guys didn't show. <laughs> Darn it! What, what a mistaken, what a lost opportunity that was. <laughs> oh my gosh! Roberta Grimes is our special guest, Exo Nation. She is the author of "The Fun of Growing Forever," amongst other books. Uh, she is she is one heck of a great lady. I've had the pleasure of knowing Roberta for some time now, and. Like I said, she touches people in a very special way. And uh, Roberta, as you know, it's always great having you here on the show. And this is your third book in the Fun of series. Uh, What brought you to study these areas and the area of the afterlife? Well, it was just trying to understand my experience of light in childhood. I figured if I could figure out where the dead were, I'd be able to figure out where the experience came from. And of course, that was true. But the thing is, it, it, it's a process. Once you figure it all out, and when I have figured it all out, many others have as well, what happens at, what happens after death, it's all good news. Our minds are eternal. It's impossible for us to die. So knowing all of that, you wonder what eternal life really is like, and you start getting into the, the, the what, what the reason is that we come here. Consistently, the dead tell us the reason that we come here is to grow spiritually. 
So then you look again at the great teachers and you realize that's what they've been teaching us. And that's what drew me to first do this little experiment with what the teachings of Jesus actually do and to find out that they're such a powerful lesson and to figure out how it is that they're so powerful. You can transform yourself in a year and you don't change back. It's unbelievable. And that's what the fun of growing forever is about. You and I have to take a commercial break for the news at the bottom of the hour. But when we come back, I'd like to talk to you about what you have found out about what happens when we die and what goes on. Do we go to heaven? Do we go and sit on a cloud with a harp? Do we go through the pearly gates? More with Roberta Grimes on the other side of this news break. We'll be back in about six and a half minutes as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. An explanation if you'd like to get more information on Roberta Grimes, listen to her podcasts. They're all available on her website at www.robertagrimes.com. And don't forget, you can also listen to Roberta Grimes on the Exxon Broadcast Network in Seek Reality. We'll be back. Don't go away. Dreams are our personal gateways into infinite wisdom. Don't miss Shamanic Counselor and Indigenously Trained Dream Decoder, Sandra Corcoran's inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work chronicles Sandra's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers and her initiations throughout the Americas and across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt. Sandy's knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth influenced her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private tarot readings, international journeys, a meditative CD, as well as her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate this earthwalk, creating a deeper connection to yourself and all that is. Find this and more at Sandy's website, starwalkervisions.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the Exxon Broadcast Network, visit us at www.exxon.com. XZBN.net How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? 
There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen. Welcome back, everyone. Roberta Grimes is my very special guest this hour. Once again, to all our listeners who celebrate Passover, Shalom. And to all our, our listeners who celebrate the Easter weekend, Happy Easter. If you'd like to find out more about Roberta Grimes, who is the author of, amongst other great books, The Fun of Growing Forever, her website is www.robertagrimes.com. Roberta, we were uh, just going to start talking about death. What happens when you die before we had to go to the news break? Based on the research you've done, Roberta, what happens to us when we do die? Well, I, but first, I just want to say that all the evidence is absolutely consistent. There really is no argument about this. Uh, when we die, we leave our bodies as, uh, as energy, essentially, and reform uh, just above our bodies, usually. Sometimes we tip down to stand beside them, but we're attached by a what the Bible calls a silver cord, an energy cord to our bodies, and we feel terrific, terrific. People, think about it. You were imprisoned in a boat anchor, which is that body lying in the bed. Now mm-hmm. you're free and young and light, and you feel so happy and powerful, but the trouble is you have no idea what's going on, um, partly because we don't educate people and partly, I guess, because that's just the way it is. You are as clueless as a baby. One of the things people have to be careful about is not to react when the people, the living people around the bed get upset, which they will get upset once the uh, the silver cord breaks, which is Mm -hmm. about to do. We have to focus on those who come for us. You'll notice, if you haven't noticed before, that around you in the room are people you used to think were dead, who look young and healthy, and they've come to get you. So focus on them, go with them. And you, you, it feels as if you start to go through a fog. You look back at the room you were in, and it becomes sort of vague, 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 vapory, and then it disappears. And what opens before you as the fog clears is a beautiful reality, earth-like, intense colors. For a bird singing, it's just like the earth, only perfect. And that's level three of the Summerland, which is where nearly everyone enters the greater reality. Um, but it's much better than heaven. There's no throne room, I promise. There's no anthropomorphic God. There's nothing negative whatsoever. There's no devil. There is only perfect love. It's in everything. It's in the air you breathe. And that's how it starts. Why do people fear death, then? If everything on the other side or the next step, the next step in our journey through eternity is this marvelous place, and why do we fear death? Is fear is death feared because of the unknowing, or is death feared because of the religious philosophy influence in our lives? Or is this death feared because people who fear death the most are the people who may have something to fear if they face judgment? I think it's a combination of things. The the unknown is big, of course. I mean, we can't be certain. One of the problems we have is if there is an afterlife, where is it? We can't see it. Mm. Well, the, the, the fact is that it's exactly where we are. It's just on a higher energy vibration. It's like we're... Right now, you're tuned to that body on this level of reality. And if you were a TV, you could just as easily tune to a higher, slightly higher vibration, and you'd pick up a whole new solid reality and a new body there. That's how it works. Our minds are very powerful and basically tune in. So we think we're here, but we're not. But that's not anything people know intuitively. We have to figure it out. But it also is religions. Religions teach us to be afraid to die because if we die, there's going to be a judgment, which there is not. Jesus told us, in fact, in the Gospels that God doesn't judge us, but Christians ignore that. But you're right. It's all unnecessary fear. And frankly, my mission in life is to destroy that fear, replace it with love. 
What do those already on the other side say about religion? They say it's bogus. Hmm. Um, they, they are in, in the the heyday of communication, which was first few decades after the turn of the 20th century. They wouldn't answer questions about religion because they to a person, they all said it's nothing like what, what my people believe. I don't want to upset my family. So they just wouldn't talk about it. Now they're very frank to talk about it. Um, my own primary guide, who, as you know, was in his next to last lifetime, Thomas Jefferson, said, I can quote this. He said, the corruption mm-hmm. of all the master taught continues. This is the blockage through which peace must flow. Hearts are not free. That's how he feels about Christianity. The master came with the truth. And instead, we've put into place this first century Jewish sect. And we don't listen to Jesus. People don't listen to what he said, or even they think it's like unnecessary. He just came, I guess, to die. And uh, and nothing, everything else he did was, was beside the point. The things he came to teach were the point. His death was actually, we're told, uh, and, and uh, a last-minute decision so he could help people understand that we truly are eternal. That's why he went through a public death and then rose from the dead. Ta-da! I didn't <laughs> die, and neither will you. That's what it was about. <laughs> it, it, so why then are there so many different religions with so many different beliefs? Power. Mm. I mean, it's really all, a lot of it is about power because if you can make people afraid enough and, and get them to trust you enough, you can get them to warm the pews and to give the money. That's what it's really about. I'm so sad to say that, but it's not about it. Yes, also, let's help people by all means give to the poor, but it's really about power. And and as as are all human institutions, and I feel very, very sad to say that, but all human institutions are about what power we can gain over yeah. other people. Jesus came to free us from all of that. You know, I've always looked at uh, the Vatican as uh, a, a business. You know, you've got the Pope, who's the CEO, you've got the the College of Cardinals, who are the board of directors, and then you've got the people who go to church and put money in the collection pots as the shareholders. And unfortunately, the shareholders are getting a bum deal. They are getting a bum yeah. deal. How do we change all this? Well, the, the only thing, Jesus said, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. The truth will set you free. Mm-hmm. He also said, seek and you will find. Knock and it will be open to you. He tells us to look for the truth. That's I just took him up on it. That's all I did. And what I found was truth more glorious than any religion ever has imagined and complete freedom, freedom of spirit, because that's what he came to bring to us. And if enough people will follow his teachings, he tells us we will bring the kingdom of heaven on earth. And that I'm confident is true. It makes it, it all of the evidence points to the fact that second line of the Lord's prayer, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What he taught us to pray for is what we, if enough of us will do it, have the power to bring to be. If the truth, and I know for a fact the truth is is power, the truth yes. will set yes. us free. Is it possible that that message was put right in front of us and still we haven't got it? And as you were talking to me, I came up with this little theory that the truth is what is being talked about in the book of Revelation. Well, it isn't, though. The thing is, we have to understand that the Bible was assembled by the Council of Nicaea in Mm -hmm. 325. And one of the things that they did was to include uh, one of the um, end times narratives that were circulating. There were a number of them circulating. They happened to pick the worst one, and they stuck it in as the book of Revelation. Knowing what we know about consciousness, we know that Armageddon cannot happen and will not happen. We're told it isn't going to happen. Um, because it would lower the vibration of the planet dangerously. All that negativity, war, fighting, that's the last thing Jesus would ever do to us. He came to bring us the truth, and he brought us the truth 2,000 years ago, and he reiterates it in liberating Jesus, and now he expects us to live by it. Why people don't get that, I don't understand. But that's why he, he came to tell us how to get there, how to, how to bring the kingdom of God on earth. War is not the way to do it. 
Is it because people really don't want peace? That if there is peace, there's going to be a lot of people who have deep pockets that get it filled for the wrong reason, will be doing without, and that... No, I think people want peace, but people who are vibrating at a low level, Mm fear-based, also want revenge. Um, with the, the, those who revel in the notion of Armageddon, just love the thought they'll be raptured and they'll get to watch all their enemies get their comeuppance from Jesus. If ever there were evil pornography, that's evil pornography. Um, there, there's, there's no, there's Jesus is the antithesis of everything that those who believe in the end times uh, believe that He is. He is nothing but peace. People don't actually like to think that that Christianity is wrong, but Jesus is right. Mm -hmm. They don't like to think it because they think they have a get-out-of-hell-free card. All they have to do is claim Jesus as their personal Savior, and it doesn't matter what they do. They don't have to do a blessed thing on earth. They're going to get right into heaven. Now, they will get right into heaven anyway, but they're going to go in at a pretty low vibration unless they also follow his teachings. And the teachings are very simple, as as you talked about earlier in the show. Yes. We come to Earth with a mind which is very limited. We have probably access to 5 to 10% of our internal minds while we're here. We strip down because we're coming to the gym. We've got to work out. We're working out our spiritual muscles in order to grow. And our minds are lazy, they're habitual, habit-driven, mm-hmm. and they're easily adaptable. So basically, the things that, that bother us are all things that we have taught our minds we're going to react to. It's as simple as training our minds to, to react differently or not to react at all, to stimuli. That's how we learn to forgive because we have to forgive every time. You can't forgive every time if you've got to actually be upset. But you can train your mind never to be upset again. You can train your mind to automatically think well of people and well of things. And it's not hard. It doesn't take more than a few months to do this. And as I say, it doesn't go back. It makes you happy. I think that's the key. Spirituality seems like it's boring and churchy, but it's nothing like but, but the feeling of being in love with everything all the time. It makes you very happy. I was just going to say, it seems to me that the main message within the Bible is all you need is love. All you need is love. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> the Beatles were right all along. Exactly. And how many wonderful love songs are there out there? Yeah, but even there, we we kind of get it wrong because we think of love as being for something. Love is not what you do or what you feel. Love is what you are. That's right. And you're that by nature. And once you get rid of all the obstacles to the awareness of love, you rise like a bubble in water. And it's just that simple, just that easy. And as I say, it makes you happier and happier. I remember in the 60s, the Haight-Ashbury and uh, all the other movements where it was make love, not war, peace. Yes. They had it right. They were so right. (laughs) Yeah. They did. They were a little crazy and a little young, but they did have it right. The the problem is, though, that Mm. what we have to do, because we are one consciousness, we're all part of the same consciousness that continuously manifests the universe. There's really only one of us here. And because that's true... If enough of us, we estimate maybe 10% of us, will seriously raise our own personal spiritual vibration, not only will we get to a higher level when we get home again, but we'll raise the consciousness of the entire planet. And we can bring the kingdom of God on earth. We have the power to do that. ISIS will decide they'd rather pet puppies. That's That's how well it works. We just have to do it. I love puppies. I really do. <laughs> Roberta, please stand by, dear. You and I have to take our final break. Exxon Nation, a great lady with us this hour. Roberta Grimes is her name. Her website, www.robertagrimes.com. And we're talking to Roberta this hour about the fun of growing forever, plus a lot more. Don't go away. Roberta and I return after this break here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Hi everyone, Rob McConnell here, and I wanted to spend a moment on internet streaming. Everybody has heard about internet streaming, but not many know much about it. Did you know the internet streams just about everything? Movies. From new releases to old classics. TV shows. Almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? 
Well, now, thanks to the folks at 123 Ready TV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123 Ready TV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.xzbn.net. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, Soul Balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A Soul Balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. All right, Exonation Roberta Grimes is my special guest this hour, www.robertagrimes.com. Now, you and I were talking before we went on air, and you've got a new book coming out called The Fun of Living Together. Can you share anything with us, or is that still a trade secret? No, it's not a trade secret. Um, I think it does need its own hour, though. We'll have to talk about doing that. This is a little teaser. <laughs> The fun, the fun of living together, we must learn to live together as brothers or perish together as fools, which is a Martin Luther King quote, uh-huh. was co-written uh, by a dear friend 
who is melanin enriched so she can tell me about the black experience in America. And she's taught me things which shocked me. So I, I put some effort into it. And when you think from love and not from fear, you can find solutions to problems that seem insoluble. I'm confident that we have figured out why it is that America has such terrible racial problems and how we can heal them all in one generation. And it's all in the fun of living together. Uh, the book is just out. And um, we're, I'm just beginning to do interviews and touring mm -hmm. for it. But I'm very excited about it. And so are other people, too, which really thrills me. Let me ask you a very simple question. Why do we live in fear of each other? Because we're vibrating at a low vibration. Mm -hmm. It's that simple. <laughs> this really is all yeah. energy-based. When we get over it, frankly, fear is... is Fear of death is the core fear. It's a lot easier once you really get what happens at death and the fact that you cannot die. It makes you a lot happier and you raise your vibration anyway. But when you work at becoming more spiritually healthy, your vibration rises even more. And when enough of us have done that, we won't be afraid of one another anymore. Until then, we will. And we will yeah. try to solve all our problems thinking from fear. When you try to solve your problems thinking from fear, you screw up repeatedly. And what I talk about in the fun of living together is how we could have done it right in this country and never had racial problems to begin with. But because we always, for, for hundreds of years, we've been thinking only from fear, we, we are the ones who have caused this, this problem. It, it's not natural. It is truly an artifact of repeated stupid mistakes made by well-meaning people in, in the government of the United States. It's that simple. And because they thought from fear. So you'll be interested, I think, to hear what it is that we need to do to fix it and how you'll, you'll, you'll hit your forehead. You'll say, why didn't we think of that before? We didn't because we couldn't, because you only can reach the right decisions if you think from love. What do you think Thomas Jefferson would say? About... He'd be thrilled. Thomas Jefferson was an ardent mm -hmm. abolitionist in his youth. He meant to, to quit public life. Uh, and and uh, at the end of the Revolutionary War in the United States and spend the rest of his life with his beloved wife fixing the racial problems in our, in our country, um, emancipating the slaves mm -hmm. and working out how everyone could live together. That was going to be his life's work. He, he retired in 1781. He had already begun it. And in 1782, she died at the age of 33, and he was a broken man. He <sighs> never went back to his his primary goal. But he's the one who wrote... The, the United States Creed, he wrote, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they were, are endowed with their creator, certain inalienable rights, and among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. He wrote that specifically, as Abraham Lincoln later said, he didn't have to write it because we, were, we needed to be separate from Great Britain. It had nothing to do with that. He wrote it for later use. That's exactly right. It was going to be part of his plan to to emancipate the slaves in the before even 1800. Mm. I think it would have been done if if Martha had lived. Where do you think Thomas Jefferson uh, gathered so much knowledge from? He was a very he was smart a man, reader, yeah. but he was also a very perceptive thinker. Um, he taught himself, mm -hmm. uh, although he was very well educated, he taught himself to think, and and so deeply so profoundly that he was really much ahead of his time um the the he a lot of the ideas that that i now share about the truths about jesus mm -hmm. uh he was he had the same ideas wow. in the in the late time uh, around the turn of the 1800s he was thinking the same way and uh, in fact he even made his own um little little uh Bible that he used as his study Bible. It was nothing but the Gospels cut up and pasted side by side the words of Jesus in English, French, Greek, and Latin, because he could read all those languages. Wow. And that was how he was trying to more deeply understand what Jesus really said. He was very much ahead of his time in so many ways. Listening to you tonight, you know, I, I, I can I can associate with everything you're saying because I've had the opportunity of speaking to like minded people over the years doing this show. But I know out there, there are hard-headed people who, no matter what you do, still don't get the picture. For example, life is easy. We screw it up. No, that's just one example. So how do you deal with skepticism when you 
are getting your message out there and you come across a hardcore skeptic, what do you do? Um, there are very few of them now. I, I, since the fun of dying came out in 2010, mm-hmm. when I, there were a lot of people who wanted to stick their necks out and say, uh, I was wrong and so on. I mean, I would encounter them at speaking engagements. Uh, it's really changed. Most of the people who used to call themselves skeptics, mm-hmm. uh, understand there are good answers for all their questions and they don't want to be made a fool of. So I'm amazed to say they go home. They, they don't, they don't attack us anymore. Uh, I, I expect to be to attacked by Christians. Instead, I get emails, many emails every day from people who say, thank you for saying these things because they're things I believed all my life, and now I feel I can say them too. That's almost exactly what they all say. I spend a good part of every day now just answering my people's goodness. emails. That is wonderful. That truly is wonderful because communication is a two-way street. Yes. You give your message, and then you listen. And the other person gives their message and they listen. And this is what we need more of in this world today. That is my belief, that we need to communicate more. And by doing what you're doing, you're not only communicating, but you're getting the truth out there. And as we said before, the truth shall set you free. What's what's the next plan of attack in the world of Roberta Grimes? I shouldn't use the word attack. There's another fun book coming out. Oh, really? Um, Yes, um, it'll be out in about three months. Um, it's been delayed because of the fun of living together, which jumped into the line. But right. it's called The Fun of Loving Jesus. Oh, wow. And it's about what Jesus would like us to do now. Now that we know that he is right and that Christianity has kind of gotten off track, what mm-hmm. is it? How do we give him the movement he came to start? Uh, I was skeptical about whether this book would work, but it's working beautifully. I, I think it's very much needed. It's in response to all these people who say, what's, what's next? Yeah. You know, we know, we know that we're not going to be fed anymore in a Christian church. It, it's not going to be satisfying. Mm-hmm. What do we do now? Well, this is about what we might do now. Can you imagine walking down the street one day? Let's say you and I are walking down the street, and we come across this guy who comes up to us and says, Hey, Rob and Roberta, how are you? We're fine. And you? Oh, I'm fine, too. By the way, who are you? I'm Jesus. You want to go for a beer and talk? Oh, boy. And then we take him into a local pub. And, of course, he doesn't drink. You Why know? not? All right. So so we, so we give it, get him he some more. Wa- water we'll give, into wine. Well, Why wouldn't he want to have a drink? Okay. So we get him a glass of water, and he turns it into wine. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what question I would love to ask him? What? How do you feel now? Like, what do you think of this mess that we're in? You know, I, 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 can you, what answer could he give? I told I you guys it was going to happen. He's been very patient. Mm. He's been patient. We've been running in the wrong direction on every level for a long time. Um, that what we're, we're told by those we used to think were dead that the yeah. reason that he's jumping in now is that uh, things are becoming dangerous on this planet. The vibration of the planet is becoming so low that literally we need guardians. Uh, yeah. The Arcturians, apparently, is what they're called, to protect us from the nasties that roam the universe trying to milk civilizations that are in trouble, as ours is. So uh, we're in trouble. And so and he's basically come to fix it. People, people ask me sometimes, will he ever come back? Well, you know, the truth is he never left. Yeah. He's been waiting for us to get a clue, and since that's not happened, he's trying to give it to us now himself. So is it safe to say that he's been hiding in plain sight? He's been waiting for us to wake up. He came Mm -hmm. 2,000 years ago to bring us to a new level. If you read the Gospels, it's clear what he's doing. Right. He's taking the first um, um, true um, monotheists and trying to take them the next step to understanding that all that exists is, is God, which is spirit. And instead, we build a whole elaborate religion around him and ignore what he told us to do. So he's been waiting for us to, to wake up. And since we haven't done it on our own, he's, he did A Course in Miracles to try to wake us up. He's, he prompted Liberating Jesus to try to wake us yeah. up. There are people all over the world that he is working with because each of us needs to find the truth in our own way. So there are many people who are teaching the truth now, prompted by Jesus. It's all being done, orchestrated at a very high level. Listen, I may be the president of the Roberta Grimes fan club, but you know what? 
you are the president of the Jesus Fan Club. <laughs> Thank you. What an honor that is. And I is. say that with love and respect. <laughs> Thank you, dear. Listen, the time has come for you and I to say so long for tonight, Roberto. To you and your family, the very best of the Easter season. Take care of yourself, dear friend, and keep the wonderful look up, uh, work up. And I, I just can't wait until the next time you visit us back here in the X-Zone. So until then, love and happiness to you all. A big hug, dear, and love to your family, too. I shall, Roberto. Take care. Exonation Nation, Roberto of Grimes has been my guest this hour, www.robertogrimes.com. And uh, we've been talking about the fun of growing forever. We can't transform the world until we transform ourselves. And I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. To all our Jewish friends, happy Passover, shalom, and to everyone else, happy Easter. <laughs> 